Welcome to the Darling Girls Podcast, hosted by Jenny Lundstrom and Grace Fedorchak, two mid-20 single gals with a long-distance friendship and a passion for personal growth. Listen along as we chat about life, wellness, and everything in between, because we're all just on a journey to be our best selves. Stay darling. Well, hello, Jenny, and hello, darling girls. How are you today? I'm good. Hello, everybody. Um, How are you? So, Sorry, that was rude. No, that's what I was going to skip right over me and go to. <laughs> How was I'm your good. day? Do you have any fun facts or stories? We should. I like I like when we start off with that. Um, fun fact or story. Um, really? I really I know. Don't. I'm trying to think of my and I don't. My day was just wake up, go to work, stay at work all day, come home, cook dinner, and then chat with yes. you about our all of our fun plans for the Darling Girls. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably my highlight was us like kind of coming up with like future plans. Yeah. Which, which is we have a lot of exciting things. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. So today is Ginny's favorite topic. We are going to be chatting. Well, I will be interviewing Ginny about climate change and sustainability because mm-hmm. I am somebody who I don't know much about it and that's okay because there are a lot of us, especially at our age who don't know much about it. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I don't care. It's just that I'm not somebody who invests as much time learning as Jenny does, which is, that's fine. Yeah. Um, But I, Jenny's definitely somebody that I look to, to give me tips and tricks of how to be better at things like recycling and shopping sustainably and things like that. So um, I'm pretty much just going to interview Ginny and learn from her. And hopefully you can all learn something too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that my main message to everybody through this is, well, A, first of all, disclaimer, I am not, I am not a scientist and I am not an expert by any means. But it is something that is important to me for sure. And something that I do try to pay attention to in my everyday life. I'm nowhere near perfect, but the good news is, is that nobody can be basically impossible to be perfect at living a completely sustainable life. So in the case of the climate crisis or climate change or sustainability, like imperfect is perfect because the options are you do, you know, your little tidbits that you can do or you don't do anything and doing nothing is just not an option anymore because we've gotten past that point at this point. So I think that it's really important just to have it be a part of our conversation and for younger people who aren't kind of sure where to start with it. I hope that this kind of can act as kind of a starting point for you in wanting to learn more about everything about it. So this will be very surface level and just are you trying to tell me something or are you writing something down for yourself? Oh, no, I'm just writing notes. Okay. I was worried that you were trying to like write me a note, like your mic's no, not I would on. just say it and be like, edit this out. <laughs> um, but anyways, long story short, it's it's a really, it is a scary topic. And and sometimes when even when I look into it, I start to feel overwhelmed, anxious. All the the negative feelings that come with it are so normal, but it's so important that we don't ignore it altogether just because it's hard. Doesn't mean we should just ignore it. So the planet is our one home that we all share and taking care of it is super important. And it's kind of up to our generation to fix it 
in the direction that we're going is not good. So, um, yeah, I'm just kind of going to give you some info and tips and tricks on what we can do, which will be awesome. Love that. So, um, um, I feel like a good place to start, like we all know that using, you know, reusable cups and reusable Tupperware, that is something that I do try and I'm, I try to do that. I'm mindful about it. Mm-hmm. I don't use a bunch of the plastic cups at work anymore because I just feel every time I throw one away, I just feel like it's such a waste and it feels so wasteful. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, what are like the top three things that you would have everyone start doing today other than like reusable cups? Yeah. So that you do. Yeah. So like that, the, there are like some of the obvious things of like reusable straws, reusable cups, not taking um, disposable forks and knives and stuff from places and kind of trying to stay away from styrofoam. And when you're in the grocery store, not buying veggies that are wrapped in plastic because why are they wrapped in plastic kind of thing. There are a lot of times when you just don't have a choice, but when you start to notice stuff like that of like, oh, like here are some cucumbers and here are some cucumbers wrapped in plastic. Why, why would we buy the ones wrapped in plastic? So it's just kind of starting to like recognize and take note of small things like that is huge, honestly. Um, But one of my biggest, I guess, lectures that I give people (laughs) um, and it started off with my family is eating less meat. The world of meat production, and I actually have some like facts about this because it's kind of insane. Meat production is one of the biggest reasons for some of our awful environmental issues that we have today. I I'm I think people are starting to catch on to that a little bit more, but ultimately that's kind of a new thing that people are talking about is like you know, veganism and all that has been around for a while, but ultimately when I think when a lot of people think about vegans, they don't think, oh, the, the, that vegan is actually like helping the environment. I think that a lot of people think, oh, like for religious reasons, or they don't want, you know, animal cruelty or whatever it is. Like there are obviously a lot of reasons to be vegan, but a huge one is because of how much meat production kind of affects the environment in a negative way. And so here's like, again, like, I'm just going to keep saying is like, you don't have to be a vegan to help, but if everyone was to, to do meatless Mondays, it would help so much. So my, my main like thing is, is like, yeah, one person can't change the world. One person going vegan, isn't going to make the whole world better. But if everyone tried to cut meat out, or if everyone tried to do certain things like that would impact the earth, like in a much bigger scale. So it's kind of looking at it from that point of view of like, okay, I like meat and I'm not vegan. And I, I like meat sometimes, but ultimately I can cut it out a couple of days a week because I know how it affects things. And it doesn't really matter that much to me. I'm not like craving meat every day. And like for you, it's like, you know, there's other ways to get protein, like how, yeah. And I actually do have something to say about that because it's a big topic in the health world about the way that meat is being produced. Um, When it's not sustainably produced, it's probably not good for you either. So I selfishly look for sustainably raised salmon, sustainably farmed fish, like because 
it's not going to have all those added like hormones and all those things that they they're pumping into everything to just it's just not healthy and it's not natural and it's not a good it's not a good place to put your money if you're buying your own groceries like oh let's let's spend a little bit more if you can afford it for that farm not that farm raised salmon but the sustainably raised salmon because yeah. you know it's better for you as well as the planet because it's not even it's just not good for you yeah and same with like eggs and stuff you can um yeah pasture raised and yeah. yeah so that's huge so a lot of what i'm going to say is just you know basically doing a little bit of research is really important. So if you're ever like in the grocery store and you're like, Hmm, what does cage free mean? Or, Hmm, what does wild caught mean? You know, like Googling it. And and when it's from certain places, it's different from other places. So it just takes a little bit of time to like research it a bit. And it, yeah. And I can actually, that that's a good thing to note because I can actually make a post to make it easy. Just things like simple, just like which fish to buy, which eggs to buy and which meat to buy. Yeah. Just having that in mind when I go to the grocery store makes it so much easier to make good choices because you know where you're, you know, yeah, you know what so, you're getting. Okay. I have so, a fact for you. I have a fact for you about meat. So the average American consumes 54 pounds of beef, 46 pounds of pork, and 83 pounds of chicken per year. And the water that it takes to produce that just a pound of each one of them is 1,799 gallons for the beef, 576 gallons for the pork, and then 468 gallons for the chicken. And so that's 2,644 gallons just to produce three pounds of meat. So if just one person, so if one person becomes vegan, basically gives up their, um, chicken nuggets, burgers, whatever, um, <laughs> that single person would save 162,486 gallons of water annually. And the common theme of why things are bad for the environment is water. Water is not something I think people think like, oh, because it kind of goes through a cycle and it goes in, and it rains and then all, but water is quickly becoming a limited resource. I don't think a lot of people know that. And we can't survive without water. And so it's just kind of a, again, like research and doing a little bit of fact checking is important with some of these things, because I just don't think people realize like how much like just cutting meat out once a day would help if like everyone did it. So, so number one was eating less meat. What's number two and three. Yeah. Um, so number two is going to be fashion which is really, it's going to bum some people out, but fast I'm fashion already bummed out before you even say, no, um, fast fashion is honestly one of the biggest, it basically the fashion industry consumes one-tenth of all water used industrially to run factories and clean products. So there's just a lot that goes. So basically what fast fashion is, is fashion produced quickly, cheaply, and not sustainably. So with whatever materials easiest, usually it's plastic or something like plastic. That's terrible for the environment. A lot of people don't know that clothes have microfibers in them. And so every time we wash our clothes, microfibers get into the water, which again is plastic going into the water. Basically what's happening is 
with social media and everything going on, fashion's changing a bunch and we're all, we all have access to it at basically our fingertips. We can order it, whatever. What, what people don't understand is when you're ordering cheap clothes and then say something doesn't fit or, and you send it back. A lot of times companies just throw it away because it's cheaper to throw it away than to resell it. So all the companies, seriously, a lot, almost all companies, like if you bulk order stuff and then you return it, it's all going to the trash. So like 85% of textiles go to the, go to the trash dump, which just sits there. So So, do you have any example of a specific company that does that? Like just for almost all, I, uh, like, obviously, like, I don't know what every, so there's an app actually that my cousin showed me and it's called good on you. And you can type in your clothing brand that you're curious about. And it will basically break it down for you about why it's not um, good or it'll, or if it is good, it'll say that, but um, basically any company that isn't specifically saying that they sustainable, are which sustainable. I feel like I'm seeing a lot now. It's like, oh, this is like reformation. This is sustainable. Yeah. And H&M, like H company. So like say H&M. So H&M tries, you know, they're trying and they're working on it, but ultimately still it's cheaper for them to throw things away than to resell. So a lot of companies, and that's something that people don't know. Like even TJ Maxx and Marshall's, I just found out recently that they Basically what TJ Maxx and Marshalls are supposed to be is reselling brands that don't get sold. Or if something has a defect in it, they are a place that they sell those. TJ Maxx and Marshalls still do that, but ultimately they've realized that they can make a ton of money because people come there and they are looking for cheap stuff. So what do they do? They produce a bunch of cheap stuff. So a lot of things that TJ Maxx and Marshalls are now just made up for TJ Maxx and Marshalls. It's not no longer just a place that you can go and know yeah. that you're getting brands that would have thrown their stuff away. So it's just like, so if you go to TJ Maxx and Marshalls and you find a Nike shirt, then, you know, you're, you're kind of saving that t-shirt from a, a doom of just being thrown away. So what I would say with that is like keeping in mind that quality over quantity. And if you can find brands that you like, that are sustainable, that, you know, are not actively, it, it's just, it's, it's going to take research. I even again. see it on, I even see it on Zara now where it says like this item is sustainable. Yeah. And like those companies, you still have to be careful because obviously they're still super cheap and it's like, how is yeah. that that cheap? And that yeah. still is, it's just, we have to be careful and we also have to be not so greedy. A lot of like, for me, just as an example is like, and I'm aware of it at least too. And there's a lot of people who aren't, but like when I'm shopping or when a new style comes out, I'm like, I have to have that. So I'm constantly feeling like I need to buy new clothes. And then what happens to my old ones? So we just have to be mindful of like quality over quantity. And if you buy something that costs a little bit more, you put a little bit more money into it because you know, it's better for the environment or the company's better for the environment, then it's worth it. But we also have to kind of learn to not need to buy so much like buying stuff for five dollars off of Shein in small increments it's fine I I don't want to say like you can't do whatever because like that company like gives people jobs like there's people out there who work for that company it's not the like you should stop it all together but like I'm saying like small doses of like being like recognizing that that's what happens so if you buy a bunch of stuff off Shein like it's just, it's, it's not helpful at all because there's just no way for those clothes to be that cheap 
without it being a gen- detrimental. Shein is like the polar opposite of sustainable. Like there's yeah. one end Everlane, other end Shein. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so I think with, with that is like, just kind of like mentally taking note of that of like, okay, I've, or I'm going to order from Shein once this year. Is it Shein or Shane? Shane? I don't know. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I just, in my head, like, I always say Shane. Um, that's why donating is really important. So like donating your clothes to, cause like I said, again, like there's, you, this is not mean like stop buying at all mm-hmm. because our bodies change are, we grow up, we, you know, styles change all that, but just being mindful of like, okay, like this company is actively harming harmful to, you know, the earth. So how can I kind of go about it in a way that's not, so maybe like setting limits on yourself, like, okay, I'm going to order from kind of a cheap okay. company setting limits and shopping more mindfully. mindfully. So number two fashion, we need to what shop more intentionally. Yeah. Uh, what's number three. So my third thing that I would have everybody do is, um, vote and pay attention. And that can be really, you know, overwhelming as well, because not only should we be voting in the presidential elections, but we should also be voting in our local elections. And that's something that I need to get better at as well. If I'm, you know, talking about like, I want to help the environment and environmentalists matter to me and what they, you know, for me, I think the next step is like researching more into like what my local politicians goals are and, figuring out what's important to me and and the environment should be important to everyone, I believe. But again, like that's my personal belief and, and everyone's different, but I think that voting and just paying attention and not letting it just not brushing it under the rug, just because it makes you uncomfortable because it makes me uncomfortable too. It makes me really sad. It makes me really frustrated and like scared, but ultimately the things that I can do, I should be doing. And if that's all I can do, then cool. That's all I can do, but at least I'm doing something. That's what I, yeah. that's, that's how I feel. Um, I love that. Okay. But, so one was eating less meat just to regroup. Two was fashion, uh, shopping more intentionally. And three was voting in your local elections. So I'm assuming that just means making sure you're voting for things yeah, I mean, that have like, to do. There's lots of different, um, elections that go on that aren't as like hyped up as like the every four year presidential election. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that our generation is super cool and that, you know, information's at our fingertips. So we're able to learn more as we're scrolling, especially if you're being, you know, mindful of who you follow on Instagram and kind of making sure like for me following accounts on Instagram that are going to give me facts. And then I can kind of learn throughout my days. And it's not all just like a dump on me, like me going to research things. So that's something that's really helpful for me. But it also too, is just like, we are, we are the basically in charge of the earth now, like our generation is, is so important because we only really have like, I don't know, like 30, 40, 50 more years before the way that we're going. I mean, the earth is as hot as it's ever been in in history. So it's only going to keep going. And we are, you know, the population's going up, everything's going up. And so we only have short amount of time to kind of do better so that we aren't doomed <laughs> as depressing as that sounds, but like, okay, we, we, I'm don't terrified. Of, we don't have a lot of time. Like we just don't. And like, the more that you kind of look into it, the more you're going to realize like, Oh, fuck, like we, like we got to do some, some stuff. So yeah, I, I think that like 
just paying attention to like local activists or whatever it is that you can, you know, take time to go out and vote um, is super important. And um, listening and spreading conversations like And talking this. about it. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. If all you can do is share a post about it to make your followers stop and think about it for a second, mm-hmm. then great. You're doing something. So, I love um, that. Yeah. I mean, obviously like there's other ways, but, um, those are more well-known. I mean, like don't take 60 minute showers. Don't wash your dishes under running water just to run them through the dishwasher. Like just put them in the dishwasher. Um, what put them in dirty. You can rinse them lightly, but don't scrub them. Like dishwasher's purpose is to, to wash them. You, oh, wow. I didn't, I just don't do that. And dish- I feel like if I put it in there, it's going to come out dirty and running a dishwasher, just try it and see, cause you might have a crappy dishwasher. And if that's the case then you might have to scrub a little more, but most okay. dishwashers these days take way less water and way less energy to do a dishwasher cycle than it is to manually wash your dishes. Wow. I'm such a hand washer. Okay. Good. To or know. if you're going to hand wash, fill your sink up a little and you use that water for all your dishes and then quickly rinse them all off. So you're not sitting there with the water running. That's I've okay. never that's thought also that. something that I've, I need to be better at too. Cause I'm the same yeah. as you. I always feel like my dishwasher is not going to wash them. As yeah. Well. I just never would think to do that. Okay. Another thing that I just learned about recently that I've been doing wrong is I do loads of laundry and I put the laundry in the dryer and then I forget about it. And so I fluff it up and then I forget about it again. So then I fluff it up and that's using a lot, a lot of unnecessary drying energy. So if you could wash your clothes and hang them, if you can, and then fluff them up once they're already dry, that's another alternative, but just kind of paying attention to like how much you're turning your dryer on is super important because I kind of am the type of person to be like, oops, I forgot about it. Fluff it up and let me fold in an hour and then I'll forget about it again and I'll have to do it again. So kind of like little things like that, unplugging things when you leave, like things that are plugged in, but not turned on, like might still be using energy, but this is also going to save you guys money too. So like turning lights off, unplugging things, like trying to do, um, you know, less heat if you can, obviously if you're in a freezing state, (laughs) that's so hard to do, but easy for um, us in a hundred degrees. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So like, like not having to use your heat, um, recycling, uh, recycling that actually leads me to my next question. Oh, good. I regrettably still don't know if I'm properly recycling things. And I feel like I cannot be alone on that. Yeah. And I did notice that you reposted some things the other day about it. And I'd like for you to kind of dive into that because I honestly still like I have the recycle, I have the recycling and I'm about to throw something away. And I'm like, can I recycle this? Should I call Ginny? Mm-hmm. What would Ginny do? <laughs> um, yeah, recycling is hard, honestly, and kind of a pain in the butt. And it's way easier for everyone to, this is another one that I'm just now kind of being like, okay, it takes me 30 more seconds to think, sit and think about this container and be like, can I recycle this? So, well, okay. So cans and, um, plastic bottles, glass bottles, uh, paper, newspapers, magazines can be recycled, but there are rules. I mean, it's kind of a pain in the butt. You just 
you have to make sure they're clean and dry. And honestly, packaging nowadays basically tells you what you need. So if like you have a carton of something like creamer or something, most of the time, but not all the time, because I'm realizing as I'm paying more and more attention to it, will tell you if the bottle is recyclable or not. Um, sometimes cream, the creamer bottles that I'll buy have like plastic thing on the outside that I have to cut off before I can recycle the bottle. Uh, and then honestly, just making sure that they're clean. So clean and dry, because if there's still food in something, basically what I've learned is if you put there, cause there's blue clear bags that you can get that are recycled bags. Um, and you just have to like, if you, if you mess up even one thing in one of those, chances are like the bag whole bag won't be recycled it'll be because if you think about it like seriously that's such that is just if you think about every because I actually get so upset at myself at how much trash I have and how much recycling I have if you think about me just one person plus my entire apartment complex plus the entire city of Charleston plus the entire state of South Carolina like plus the whole earth that is so much garbage every single day how, how can we expect the workers or any of those, how, how can we expect them to go through each of our individual trash to figure out if it can be recycled or not? Like that's absurd. And I used to think that way. I used to be like, oh, like if I, you know, whatever, I just throw it all in there, they'll figure it out. Like that's impossible. So it's, it just ends up in the trash anyways. And so it's really important to like what you were saying, like research a little and biggest thing ever is like, so, and then there are very clear things like chip bags, styrofoam, plastic bags. Um, and then like paper towels and napkins trash. That's why I was saying that the paper reusable paper, they're actually called Swedish dish towels, by the way, I looked up oh. what they're called. Um, the reusable, reusable things. That's where that comes in is like reusing, um, glass bottles or glass jars or whatever. Like that's great because, but especially with paper towels and, and napkins, those, you know, usually use those to wipe your mouth or wipe a spill or something. And ultimately that makes it not recyclable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is why, so something cool, cool little tidbit and something that, um, I've started to do within the past, like, since I studied abroad actually is in a lot of other countries, grocery stores, um, convenience stores, actually even, um, just stores that sell clothes, they charge you for a bag. Ooh. So they'll charge, they charge like 25 cents, 25 pence, whatever it is in England. Um, so that made me remind, that made me bring my bags. It wasn't, it didn't break the bank if I forgot my bag, but yeah, that's such a good idea. It started. I know I, I'm waiting for America to do it honestly. Cause it's like, it is, Ugh. And then when you're in the grocery store and, and old people ask for the grocers to like double bag things, I'm like, why I people ask them, to oh, double bag sometimes them. they do that for like, if, like wine and heavy. Yeah. Things. So bringing your own bags and just reusing them. So freaking important. Um, and because all those plastic bags that are created and all those plastic bags that people use and all those plastic bags that get thrown away just end up in the trash so, so you can't recycle the plastic bags mm-mm. well I thought plastic you could recycle only like certain types and again I'm not yeah. an expert like I need I actually even need to do more research on it but like yeah it's interesting and also too like the 
it's so easy. Like my apartment complex did the cutest thing. They gave us a cheat sheet, like what you can recycle, what you can't. That's a cute idea. So me and my sister really try hard to clean out, um, like egg cartons, make sure they're not dirty, um, clean out milk cartons, creamer bottles, whatever it is, like anything that you are questioning and you're like, Oh, can I recycle this? Like quick Google, quick Google search, make sure it's clean and dry and then it's good to go. So even if like I finish the milk and then I put that in the recycling bin, what the fuck? How do they, how do they know it's not clean? Um, that's a good question. Cause it's empty. I think they have machines. Okay. But this I also, I don't know. Google. That's a, good, that's a really good question. I have never Google that. Yeah, okay. Well, either way, I'm proud of myself because I was inspired to buy a reusable grocery bag and I've been using it. And yeah. I'm so proud of myself every time Isn't I go, even though I need another one immediately because I just realized that one bag <laughs> doesn't hold all my groceries. So I end up coming home with like that bag and then plus a couple plastic bags, but I reuse the plastic ones for like my house for the trash cans. So yeah. And then like- I'm reusing them it's interesting because it un- until I started like actively like looking for it and like searching for information, like it wasn't finding me. And so now obviously it's finding me because my phone like stalks me and <laughs> knows what I like and what I don't like. But I just think about all the people who don't necessarily think about it and it's not their fault. They're just kind of like, everyone's just has busy lives and things going on. But I just think about how like effective it could be if like every single person in my life, like everyone that I know just took, did meatless Mondays. It's like, there's just things. And obviously like a lot of it is going to be practice trial and error. And like, you might catch yourself and be like, Oh, dang it. Like I did that again. But the more that you start noticing things is like when the change starts to happen, like start to happen. I feel like being like the ignorance of like, Cause like ignorance is really like bliss. And so I feel like for years I was like, I would hear about something and it would start to like make me anxious. It would make me stress. And I would be like, Oh, I just won't think about it. I would just like completely shut the door on that topic because, and that would happen in school a lot. I would remember I would like tune out because I'd be like worried. It would like make me stressed. And that is so real. It's so it, everything about it is scary, but like I feel like how cool if we all just start to kind of pay attention more, we all start to like do little changes in our everyday lives that like all add up to like this huge difference. And then, you know, in 30 years, we're like, wow, remember how like we were headed like straight to hell 30 years ago (laughs) and now we're like killing it. Like, so that's my main point is like, I don't know any close to even the amount of information that's out there. Um, yeah, but it's funny because then compared to me, you're just a wealth of knowledge. (laughs) So I'm just learning from you and I'm copying Jenny and I'm using my reusable grocery bags and I'm Mm -hmm. asking questions about recycling because right now I only recycle what I think I can. And obviously I am not that smart and I do not know what I'm doing. Yeah. We, we, um, I'll find a really cool graphic that I'm sure somebody's made of like what we can can recycle and we can share yeah. it yeah, that's, can that is like like so like so the grocery true. shopping is big for me like that's something that I do know a lot about so obviously voting with your dollar on what kind of meat mm-hmm. and products that you're going to pay for 
because that's what you want to be supporting. Like support local, support Mm -hmm. things that are um, sustainably raised because otherwise it's just going to be a big, it's an industry that like cannot keep up with the demand either. Mm -hmm. So it's just getting more unhealthy and more unsustainable. Another fun fact is um, another advertisement. I've never actually used it before, but I heard it's called Bite and it's like toothpaste that doesn't come in a bottle. Yeah. So you, it's like a little cube and it's easier to travel with it because they're smaller mm-hmm. and you literally just like bite it. And I, I don't, I don't know. I've never stuff. done it. Yeah. 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 I've never done it. I kind of want one. They sound exciting. And of course, Max Lugavere uses them. So oh, 10 yes. out of 10. <laughs> we love him. Um, yeah. So but um, this was fun. Yeah, I know it's overwhelming and it's scary, but literally like (laughs) like just figure it out like everyone just needs to like remember that they do like one person is the start to everybody that you matter and makes it makes a difference and just like just you have to believe that otherwise because if we all have that mentality of like just one I'm just one person it's not gonna be a big deal then we're screwed so yeah that's my advice but. Well, that's why we're having this conversation. And that's why I look up to you because you are just Aww. such an inspiration with your, your recycling and your passion <laughs> for the earth. And I'm like, oh, I want to be just like Jenny one day. Thanks, honey. Yeah, no, I, um, it's new for me. It's, it's been something that has been a growing passion of mine because I am. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I want to be able to have kids and I want to be able to like raise them and know that they're going to be able to have a good life. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's scary to me that that might not happen. So yeah, it's just important to, to not think about yourself all the time. Not you, sorry. Just in general, everybody. Oh no, I didn't take that person. Okay, good. Smiling (laughs) at you. (laughs) Just like everybody in general. I feel like, um, if we all just take like 10 minutes a day to try and better ourselves for the planet. It's like going to make just a world of a difference. So oh, my heart. So fuzzy. <laughs> I love this. We, we'll quote that. That'll be like in the history books one day. Sometimes be like, Ginny said that in the darling girls. Podcast. <laughs> They're and so we, smart. And then the world was changed. And forever. The world was healed. If you have any questions, like feel free to reach out. I would love to research more based on, you know, things I, I don't know. I still yeah, just ask mm-hmm. us and we'll find out for you. Yeah. And we'll share and knowledge is wealth. So teach, if you can teach your parents or your grandparents something, then, yeah. you know, do that too. And, and then we're going to, we're going to save the planet together. It's going to be awesome. Jenny and Grace. Jenny Mostly Grace. Jenny Grace Fowling. So <laughs> you're going to, you're going to get up there. We're going to, we're going to be equals soon with the environment. I'm going to be like, all of a sudden I'm going to like come to your house and you're gonna have like solar power. Like everything's <laughs> going to be solar powered and like powered by wind. I'm going to have gonna an like, electric car. Like, thanks Jenny. Yep. Um, but yeah, anyways, if you have any questions or if you have any tips and suggestions for us, we would take them gladly as always. And mm-hmm. we love you. Yeah. Can't wait till next week. Thank you for listening to the Darling Girls podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, you can keep up with us on Instagram at Darling Girls Pod. See you next time.